Hi, Mike Sarah here from Customer States. If you're searching for the highest quality additives, lubricants, or cleaners for your automotive, heavy equipment, agricultural, or industrial machinery needs, look no further than the Justice Brothers line of products. From lubing your chainsaw, performing a complete fuel system treatment and decarb service on a customer's vehicle, keeping that forklift forking and lifting, or just need a can of that famous JB80 penetrant to persuade a rusty bolt, Justice Brothers has you covered. Travis Ferris of Hit Distributing is not only Southern California's authorized Justice Brothers distributor, but also a great friend of mine. Over the years, Travis has helped me and my dealership with anything and everything we need, including all the lines of Justice Brothers products and even equipment to perform the various services we may need for our specific application. HIT stands for honesty, integrity, and trust, so you know when you contact Travis, that's exactly what you'll get. That, combined with Justice Brothers supplying superior quality automotive products since the 1940s and 75 years in the racing industry, you will have absolutely everything at your disposal to get the job done. Justice Brothers is proudly made in the USA, and they have a satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Justice Brothers has the best quality products over any other competitor, and they'll gladly tell you that themselves. If you live in the Southern California area, call my man, Travis Ferris, at 805-208-7818. And if you don't, call him anyway and tell him I said thanks. And visit justicebrothers.com to learn more about their complete line of products. Justice Brothers, America's brand for quality. Cat scratch fever. That's well, not straight cat. That's different. I know it's different. I'm just saying. Straight cats. Well, hi everybody. Hello. Welcome everybody. Welcome to Customer States Podcast. We talk about absolutely everything in the automotive industry. Oh, I need some. Um, thank you very much for joining us, everybody. And uh, today is our special episode of wine. It's very. Oh, you didn't bitches. play the song that I wanted for the wine episode. That's okay. We can do that. It's another wine episode. Okay. But uh, because we are drinking, uh, I would like to acknowledge that. And no bottle cheers, pops bitches. to everybody. Cheers. Are we? Cheers. Gonna, we're gonna get up and do a thing. Wait, Jakey, you forgot me. All right. <laughs> that sounded so good. I know. <clears throat> you do a tink with a twink again. <laughs> but a he's twink. not a twink. I, I, that's gross. I know, Eric. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. No offense to any twinks that are listening. He's this, a he's a big beautiful bear. Uh, we are celebrating Earth Day with a lovely Yay. earthy wine concoction. It's made from grass. Wait, wait. It's made from the earth. I am the senior master technician, shop foreman, and transmission technician. To my left. Who are you? My name is Mike Sarah. Good job. To my left, sipping his. Yeah, tell us what you're drinking. What are you drinking, Eric? And what are you wearing? It's Eric a very exotic wine. <laughs> it's really one of a kind. It's called Stella Rosa, bitches. It's the cheap bottom shelf shit, and it is delicious. You can also call it Stella Rosa. Stella Rosa. <clears throat> I'm Eric Montenegro. Hi, Hi Eric. How y'all doing? Good. Peachy. Happy to... Uh, that was funny. Sorry. It, the color of the... Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Heavy line technician, Ford Motor Company, four and a half years. I love what I do. Good. 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 I love being here with you guys. Oh, thanks, buddy. As do I. I like being here. That being said, let me introduce the 
amazing Ali Paul sitting to my left. Me? That is you, is that babe. Me? That is you, gorgeous. Hi, guys. My Hi. name is Ali Paul. I do warranty administration, amongst other things, sometimes janitorial duties. Oh, that's right. This week you yep. became a janitor. Oh, my God. And I have been administrating these warranties for 13 years mm. for both Volkswagen and Mazda. Mm-hmm. German and Japanese. <laughs> German. Yeah, would you wow. look at that? It's World War II all over again. Oh, no. my God. No, we're bringing it back. There's love. World War II? No, no. <laughs> World War II. Shit. Yeah, Jesus. I'm sorry. No, that's we're bringing back World War II. That's no, too close World, to home right now, World you guys. War III, remember? Uh, no, 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 no. Not okay. Okay. So, this gentleman mm. who is perched mm. ever so handsomely to my left is... <laughs> <laughs> I hope they watch the video. Is yeah, I do the too. <clears throat> stunning, incomparable, Jacob. Mm. amazing, mm. studly, mm. undeniable, sure, Jacob Rikus. Nice. Thank you. Sup, fuckers. <laughs> uh, I am Jake Rikus. I am a service advisor. I've uh, been doing it for it's. Like four years in like a month or something like that. We missed your anniversary. In a month, it's four years. Oh, yeah, no, your not quite. Anniversary. And um, honestly, I do love what I do as well. The people drive me crazy, but I'm good at it, so I make the best out of it, and I get to see you guys every week. So happy Earth Day, and yeah, you know, I could happy shit. Awesome. And you know, who's that guy? That oh, guy. He, he already said he who did. he was. <laughs> However, I do. She's wanna, a little drunk. I, I'm not, I don't think so. It is the wine episode. It okay. is. It is. I do want to start off the uh, episode with a um, brought to you by Dude Wines. <laughs> dude wine <laughs> with oh, a, a, a very special. I wouldn't say that it's necessarily a quote unquote customer states moment, but um, again, we know how I like to go through the uh, uh, appointments every morning. He's nosy and, as fuck. That's yeah. Why. Well, no, I just like to know what's coming in through the shop. Uh, what nosy as fuck? Uh, yes, thank you. Right. I'm sorry. No, I don't. Okay, okay. Yes, uh, being a good employee uh, slash nosy as fuck. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, so I'm scrolling through the appointment list and I see this 2018 F-150 come up, and you know the lines are like line A is this, line B is this, line C is this, and like. <laughs> We, so so we literally get down to like line Q. Right? It's so not line Q. It was like Eric, line M. Do you want to tell the story? Wow. So are you telling this story, story or am I? I? <laughs> so can we? I actually like that. Um, mm-hmm. So anyway, so there's a literally a laundry list of stuff on this vehicle, and also hold on before before I go any further. Why do we call it a laundry list? A laundry list seems oh, like God, a very short comes. list of things, like whites, whites, darts, and delicates, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas a shopping list is like eggs, bacon, ham, the bread, the cheese, the whatever. What like there's bacon, many, egg? many things to buy when you go grocery shopping, but there's only a couple things to do when you do laundry. So why why is a long list of things called a laundry list? Because because there's a, a shopping list laundry. We should call it a shopping list. We but it's a lot call, of laundry. Well. The no. honeydew. There's a lot of articles of clothing. Oh, There's he's talking about. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, but if I counted up all the individual green beans and all the individual <laughs> eggs that I bought, 
you know, it equates to all the socks that I have. I just, I just don't understand why they call it a laundry list. Anyway, I digress. Um, Thank you. So this customer has all these lists of things and I'm reading through all the complaints and it's like, uh, there's a rattle, there's a blemish here, there's a microscopic scratch here, there's a leak from this thing, blah, blah. I'm like, oh my God, who is this fucking uh, asshole? Um, Mike, uh, the term laundry list was established back when you had to take it to a commercial laundry establishment and you actually had to write a record of everything that you washed so that you oh. didn't lose it. Thus the term laundry list. So you wrote down every article of clothing. So that's kind of going back to what I said. That was a sad bell. No, I that's just... actually pretty good. Thank yep. you, Jacob. You're welcome. Uh, I, I do appreciate that. Mm -hmm. That's great. I love learning new things. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So uh, they're, they're, they want to learn about this asshole customer. Because... This, this asshole customer that has this laundry list of extensive items that they want covered under their extended service plan just happens to be nobody other than our own Eric J. Montenegro. I knew it! I knew it! Fuck you all. Fuck you all. So, Eric, you why don't what? you tell us what's going on with your vehicle that you just purchased that Hold has on. nothing wrong with it? I have Is this my, your truck? Yes. I have my laundry list in my phone. <clears throat> your shopping list. One white sock, one white sock, one white sock, one white sock, one black sock, one black sock, one white sock, one white sock. Ooh, a gray sock. Why is this sock so crusty? I don't use the sock. I have a few concerns. A few. Concerns with my truck. It's just a few concerns. I need about three fifty. So, I have... <laughs> that was Jake, not the soundboard. I have a long cranking after a cold soak. Mm. But, uh, oh, that sounds like a sexual mm, maneuver. Cold soak. Mm. Um, the driver's door does not always recognize when I'm grabbing the handle to unlock the car because it's keyless entry. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I have an oil leak. I have a differential leak. Um, there is a rattling noise from the undercarriage at, after the engine started when it's cold. What is it? I'm sorry. Like? Didn't you put a brand new engine in that truck before? No, you I did not. It. And it's not from the engine. Uh, rattling the engine noise. oil leaks not from the engine. Oh, the oil leak. No, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I didn't replace the engine on the truck. Um, the rattling noise at idle after cold start. Uh, my top USB port doesn't work. Oh. Yes. That's important. If you're paying for something, you should get it. Mm -hmm. And until you have to make the claim, my rear sliding. I make the claim. My rear sliding glass, the mm -hmm. guide or the track was falling off, um, and my left rear tail light has tail light has hairline cracks in the lens. None, nothing from impact. I will say. Anyways, those were my short few items of concern. That was only like five things. I think it was eight. I need about three fifty. I need about three fifty. Yeah. Oh so. my god. Why are you shaming him? I'm not shaming him. It was just really funny because we have those customers that come in with it, like, on paper when it's spaced out. It you looks, have each individual. Yeah. It looks it's, ridiculous. It's two full pages. Right. It's, it looks ridiculous. So, yes. And so it's like you know who is this person that's complaining about? all of these things all suddenly at once right. and you look over the customer name thinking you might recognize the name or something like that and you it's sure as shit fucking did. this guy yes <laughs> this guy that made the appointment on last friday and i thought it was just like you know somebody like spacing out an appointment because there's you know <clears> gonna be somebody that was out that day or something like that you know it's like filling blank appointments in but no 
He I was, made the appointment with our appointment writer on Friday, and then on Monday, just before I left, I text uh, service writer Allie, and I said, hey, did you look at your appointments for tomorrow? And then there's just the dots, like she's typing. She Eric, just, if I worked with you, I would not give you a hard time. I'd write it up for you, buddy. Thank you. And she says, <laughs> bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, needless to say, Sorry. it's now Friday, and I still don't have my truck back. You, you, can I ask? The truck that you drove out here in front of my house? Anyways. I know you guys don't work on Mazdas, but you do have a lot of trucks that have turbos. Yes. We I've, got a, I've got a question for Mine you. Mine has twin turbos. I, I haven't asked my text yet, but I just wanted to pick your Two. brain. When I'm driving my Mazda, and turbos have a certain spool-up noise, yeah. the, the whistle that yeah. they make. Yeah. Where possibly, because an engine's technically an engine and the turbo's technically a turbo, when I'm driving and I hit That's, about and I hit about 30, <laughs> and I hit about 45 miles per hour, barely on the gas, <gasps> so not enough. <laughs> She didn't spill. I didn't spill. I just did the slip. Not enough to get the turbo going, but I'm getting a very noticeable, fairly loud, high-pitched whine. Any ideas? It's normal. It's like... Exhaustly, wheel hub. Hmm. That's the first thing. Like two this? things that pop to my mind. It sounds... I don't know the term I could use, but it's driving me fucking insane. We'll go for a drive. Okay. <clears throat> Does it sound like that? Kind of, sort of. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Mine doesn't do it. Jesus, are you there? <laughs> You're just not doing it right. The gardener left earlier. So, Jesus. I wanted to bring up another topic that mm -hmm. we can all uh, expand upon, and I think this is a good one. Um, Eric wants to see you expand. <laughs> I think that that is actually going to relate to my topic a little bit. Well, let's do it. So, so, let's get into it. So, this is actually a topic suggestion by Rudy. 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 Yeah. Rudy. Rudy. Rudy knows who he is. Rudy Giuliani. Um, and he wanted Ew, he wanted uh, us. What the fuck? He's, the, he's the masked gross. singer. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> That's so gross. He's the masked singer. It's okay. Um, Rudy wanted us to talk about learning on the job versus like learning at a trade school. Always better on the job. End of discussion. Thank you. <laughs> No, that's the wrong answer. No, I don't have I don't have a buzzer for like the <laughs> no wrong. You need that. That's the wrong. I'm, Put that. Write I, that down. No, that's season three. Okay. You really disagree with that? That yes. all actual hands on no, is no, no, no. not the best you can get. No. So we we haven't gotten a chance to expand upon okay, all this. I want to hear everybody's, everybody's answer to this because even Ali, you know, you can go to school to do what Ali knows mm -hmm. how to do, or you can learn just you know from right. being a, a, a bookkeeper and stuff like that. You know, right. on the job. So I want to hear everybody's answer to this and okay. then we can go through and dissect it a little bit again i think this is a really great topic idea and so it deserves a little bit of thank time you rudy by the way thank, yeah. you. thank you rudy so let's round table jake we already know what, that your wrong answer is is <laughs> well is. go let's <laughs> go go ahead and expand upon it maybe i'll change no no no, no. We'll, we'll go to the left again okay ali okay so i think that there's definitely benefits to going to school Right. Whether it's for, you know, in my wheelhouse, which would be like bookkeeping or business or whatever. I definitely, because I didn't go to school. Well, I didn't finish school. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, not, not, like, not, not like that. They'll just give a job to anyone nowadays, won't they? 
Um, well, I was recruited from being a cashier. She showed her feet. From summer school. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll drink to that. Amen. Oh, my God. Okay, so I think there are benefits, but you definitely have to do things hands-on to really nail it down. But <laughs> I think if you're going to a trade school, like for to be a technician or whatever, you know, Cranberry Institute, whatever, right. that you are doing a lot of things hands-on there, but it's guided and it's in an environment specifically to learn. So you can focus. There's not other things going on where you have to make money off of it. And there's other pressures and stuff like that. Because when I learned how to do my job, it was, I had to learn it as quickly as possible because I was making an impression and there's more pressure on you. I feel that way. I can agree on that with going from Porter to writer. Oh, absolutely. For sure. Mm. Eric, Especially when you're given a shot, you know, it's not just like (laughs) 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 when you're given a a shot and you're trying to make that impression. So anyways, Mm. what's your opinion? My voice got really high pitched there for a second. I don't know. I almost sounded like Callie. Is that how I sound? Is that how I sound to you? No. My name's Ellie. Should I start? How's, doing, the, how's this, baby? How does that feel, baby? Lower. Lower. All right. Awesome powers. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I think. Okay. There's kind two. of talking about what Allie was saying about how you need to learn hands on. In that, under that same breath, everybody learns differently. So some people need mm-hmm. to sit in a classroom environment or sit on a... People can learn just from doing the training, being on the computer and reading the material. I do not retain information by reading it. Even if I read it 10 times, I'm not... I do not learn. retain information at all. <laughs> that's you know, not true. That's just not how I... That's not just not how I learn. I am a hands-on person. I learn by doing it and repetition. Um, and I think the majority of the people in our industry learn that way as well. Definitely. Which is why those schools are hands-on, because that's how the majority of these people learn. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think there are benefits to learning on the job versus being sent to a trade school. Mm-hmm. But again, the, at the trade school, they have it set up to where you're learning from people for, that were in the industry or are in the industry. Mm-hmm. So there's benefits there as well. So at the end of the day, you really can benefit from doing either one. But as far as sitting on the computer, I, I, I just, I don't learn that way. What are the benefits from the hands-on learning portion in your mind? Experience. It's real world. Well, and I think that's important to touch on too, because, you know, as long as when I started, there's a lot of training videos and stuff like that, that you learn that's specific to each car line, but there's always going to be something new that is coming out. There's always going to be a one-off and there's no way to learn about that from a computer. Well, we're always... Like no matter how long you've been in the, in the in the industry, there's always new technology coming out. There's always a new car coming out. There's always a new problem out there. So like you're you're always Swiss. going to be yeah, you're always going to be experiencing that. But you know, I I kind of have to agree with. I mean, I agree with kind of what Jake and Eric said is that there's there's no really 
right way or wrong way to go about learning. Learning. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it works for some people some way, and sometimes it works for some people the other way. As long as you're learning. You know, for example, like, you know, people like Eric and I who, you know, went to trade schools, but we also had just general, you know, mechanical inclination. You know, we we could pick it up as we go. But some people need to be taught the theory and need to be, you know, have some hands-on experience before they're actually in a shop environment. Speaking of which, how's your bay mate? Which one? (laughs) The uh, one that you had like me about and then turned out to be good. Uh, uh, they are both going gangbusters right now. Nice. I'm, I'm very proud of both of them. Um, you know, still, still long road ahead, but, uh, you know, Rome was not built in a day and to, to our knowledge, try (laughs) (laughs) as as far as the historical background show, but with um, aliens, you know, to honestly, to be thrust into anybody that's in the shop knows that to be thrust into the transmission department, uh, or, phrasing or even more, <laughs> e- even less specifically the departments that I handle at the dealership, you know, uh, differential four by four transmission, some heavy line stuff, light, heavy line stuff, you know, um, all, all of the general things I do in the shop to ask those young people to be just thrust into that is a lot. You know, not only is it a lot of knowledge, it's a lot of specific tools, it's a lot of specific things and skill sets. And, and so that's a lot to ask from somebody. So, um, you know, if, if you can get, you know, if you can get part of like the, you know, uh, the, the whole breakdown from a trade school and kind of get the basics underneath you. And then you come into the shop and I can show you like how to do this actual stuff that you learn to do with your hands. That's kind of, you know, like a good give and take, you know, some people are really good with their hands, but don't know anything about the actual knowledge behind it or the, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, the way that the, the, the component works. Right. And some people know everything about how the component works, but can't actually do it with their hands. So everybody's different. There is no, you're absolutely yeah, correct. It's kind of like, like a, a trick question, I guess that I pose. Like, no, some well, people can do it from just doing it from, Oh, I know this is how I'm supposed to do it. Mm-hmm. Why I have to do it like that, I don't know. Right. Why this failed this way, I don't know. Why is this broken, I don't know. But I know I can fix it. And oh, that's, I hate that as a warranty. You know, you know, and I get, yeah, no, that does, that speaks volumes to you and Sam. Um, and I get it. That's fine for, you know, a private shop environment. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the corporate world and warranties, it's totally different. Y- yeah. You have to be able to say, why did this component fail? Well, why did that component fail? Was it from lack of lubrication? Well, why was there a lack of lubrication? Oh, because this failed. Well, why did that fail? Mm-hmm. Well, right. And that's, that's what I <laughs> Going always. Going down the rabbit hole yeah, of failures. You, you have to figure it out. That's what I always end up drilling down to with newer texts usually or what happens is who needs it is because they'll say, Oh, you know, it was because of this, but why is that? What caused that? Right. Not what is wrong with the vehicle, but why is that thing wrong with it? Right. And it's not everyone has the same amount of skill. (laughs) And I think with with explaining themselves like maybe they do actually know why but i think it's hard to put it onto paper sometimes i don't know i don't think that it, it shouldn't be well Here, sure here's an, but example. here's an example i have an engine that needs to be replaced on a raptor but you you has, have a lot of attention to detail it's the type of person that you but are this is this is basic like if you were to 
I have a Raptor that needs an engine, okay? Just cranking it alone, I could hear it didn't have any compression. All right, cool. Pull the valve covers, try to set up timing. I can see one bank is out by 90 degrees. All right, cool. Why is that bank out of out of timing 90 degrees? Based on the fact that I have no compression and the timing's out on that, pistons probably hit the valves. Guess what? Borescope the cylinders, look inside. Yep, yep, pistons hit the valves. But why did the pistons hit the valves? We know that the engine's not running because pistons hit the valves and I don't have compression on that half of the engine. But why did that happen? Tear it down further. Oh, I've got a broken timing chain guide on the front of the engine. So right. that caused too much slack in the chain, which caused timing to jump 90 degrees and the pistons to hit the valves. All right, but why did that timing chain guide break? Well, it turns out this engine had really bad phasers on it. So it and, all and, comes and, down to the phasers. And, and it always comes down to the fucking phasers. So phasers, you know, they, they're causing the chain to jerk around and back and forth in the in the in the camshafts. Um, and I'm going to assume that's what happened was that from that being slapped around so many times, it finally just broke the guide. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Something like that. Prank him, John. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this engine had never been worked on before and it had been fairly maintained. You know, yeah. so it wasn't extremely abused, but, um, that's getting to the root cause, what we call the root right. cause. You have to be able to say what the root cause of failure was. You know, not just like, oh, the engine's bad because it has no compression. Radiator was leaking. Pulled radiator. Found leak. Replaced radiator. So. That's not a warranty story. No. <laughs> that isn't a shit story. What's even shittier is found My radiator favorite? leaking. Replaced radiator. No. Radiator broken. Yeah. Replace radiator. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Allie doesn't like it when you mm, use the term Allie broken. Allie is shaking her head oh, disapprovingly. Sam doesn't either. No, no broken, broken. No burns. Don't even no use cracks, it. Don't, no, don't Faulty. use those. Yeah. Well. Defective is defective. fine. Defective is fine. I, Manu manufacturing defect. Oh, yes. Internally failed. Internal failed seal. I use that word. That's a good one. Internally failed seal. But so speaking of a, the cause of failure. The causal part. Yeah. Right. And this is going to tie in a little bit to being thrown into something new. So we have the ID4 vehicle, all electric vehicles for Volkswagen right now. And we sold a fuck ton of them. Yeah. And I see them everywhere. It's yep. been a while now. So cars are coming back. Yeah. Cars, they're having battery problems or, well, everything's a battery problem with those cars. Jesus. Because it all comes down to that at the yeah. end. Like it's because most of the other systems that are not, you know, that are compatible with electric vehicles, like the AC system and all of that, like that's all down. They have that. That's, there's really not a lot of issues with those right now. Mm -hmm. It's all battery related and you have like, this is not the correct number but there's like 18 fucking little battery modules and every single one has a has a name that is like not intuitive it's like the jx59 or something like that oh god so i had a really tough day um yesterday yesterday because i had my first really big repair and i scolded her because she talked down to herself and I don't like that. But the reason why I did that is because this is all new to me. I have not worked with electric vehicles before. 
Okay. All of these different power supply modules, all the different discharge tests, the leakage tests, all this stuff mm-hmm. is new. So I am drilling into the repair manual. I'm asking the tech and I asked the tech, well, okay, so what is the causal part in this? Right. What made everything else fail? And he's like, what does that mean? What? And he had had a bad day kind of too, because the way they're, the way Volkswagen is dealing with these big battery issues is that there's a lot of safety concerns, right? They want to make sure that you know what the fuck you're doing before they let you go and do it on your own. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, they don't even allow us to work on them unless we're certified. Well, so mm-hmm. you, so yeah. all the guys no who touchy. are going to work on them are already certified. But in addition to that, the first big job like that, that they do the and one of the engineers, the field service engineers are coming out and doing the first one with them. But that's also a little bit of quality control R and D in there too, because it's kind of new to them once they've, since they've been operating for a certain amount of time now. Yeah. Yeah. But see, my issue with that is, is when she got off of work and I hate it when she does this, she goes, she tells me that same story and she looks at me with a straight face and she goes, is this because I'm new to this or because I'm a dumbass? And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Well, that's how I felt. Like when I first started, it was so (laughs) overwhelming because there's so many different terms and you call something one One word and the, the repair manual calls it something else. And the parts, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. But I asked her, do you remember the analogy I used? No. It was something along the lines of anything that you hop in that you've never done before the first time, you're never going to be good at it. Does that mean you're dumb or does that mean you're learning it? Inexperienced. But see, I'm, I see myself as experienced. So I was. you're not experienced at that. I know. And I didn't like it. Well, there's. I'm not used to that. Still no reason to call yourself dumb. You're right. You're right. But it was, you know, and I know that. Everything, all of my frustration and coding and everything for, for this particular situation is only going to help me for the, the who, hopefully not too many more that I will have to do. But the industry is changing. Yeah, that's inevitable. Like, mm-hmm. we have to learn all of this stuff. Like, you guys are going to be working on electric vehicles too if we're supposed to go all electric by 2035 out of the industry by that time mm-hmm. or out of the shop at least no kidding or in a different state where yeah. they're not required even that. if we go all electric by then it's we're still going to be getting oh yeah internal combustion engines coming oh, yeah. to the shop for repairs that's true warranty and otherwise you know yep. so that's that's not changing for a hundred fucking years mm-hmm. but i was so pissed when i was like what's the causal part and he's like what do you mean the field service engineer what told me to change mean? it, told me to replace it. So I did. And I was like, but what did he tell you? Cause there's 50,000 things because it's all one time use. Yeah. So stuff what too. did the field right. engineer tell you to replace? It wasn't the gasket. It wasn't the valve cover gasket. It wasn't the, this gasket. What component did the field service engineer tell you to replace? Uh, again, it, you're dealing with people that don't want to help you. It was the battery monitoring control module. B- Which is also the JX 
Fuck you. BFC 1.35 gigawatts. Exactly. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. The flux capacitor. <laughs> well, the phasers were again, set to you know, stun. You, uh, phasers. Our warranty administrator phasers. has the same problem dealing with certain people as far Femi. as. We were just talking to her today about that. Not wanting to help out, you know, as much as she's trying to help them out. Because what the technicians don't realize is that. If you don't write a good story or you don't put it yeah. in your story or you nobody get paid, you're, you're not supposed to be getting paid. Nope. And it yep. is out of the grace of the dealership that we are continuing to pay you for the repairs that you are not doing completely. The kindness or of not, her heart. Whether mm-hmm. or not you fixed the vehicle, if you can't put it in your story in a sense and in a way that makes sense to warranty and is a warranty acceptable story, you do not get paid for that repair. Nope. Yep. Doesn't matter. It's to cover your ass. No, it is your butts. insurance policy too. Yeah. So that's one thing. That's kind of one one of the issues where her and I have. They're not differing issues or differing opinions. We're both in the same opinion. However, um, I'm a little bit more stern in the sense of you're like, don't fucking pay him then. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah same it's, way. Yeah. I have the same opinion where, where I'm, I'm done. I'm done telling people. That's I, hard. I tell people as friends, I tell people as coworkers, I tell people as shop foreman. I tell people as just some dude off the fucking street, make your stories count. If I took that advice, you don't, don't want to take that into, in, into account for yourself and you don't want to better then yourself. You don't want to get paid. Leadership. Then you, you don't, don't want to get paid. paid. No. And the, and the easiest way to, to negate that situation, <laughs> to, to, to help you learn to do your job better is not pay you for doing a shitty job. If you do a good job, then I'll pay you. If yep. you don't do your job all the way, you don't get paid. Yeah, yep. but we're supposed to hang on to text too because everybody needs text right now. We don't so you have we to don't be need, delicate about we it. We don't need no. that. Those two few four right. or six texts. We don't need those. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'm I'll, with Mike. I don't I, even have six. I texts. agree with you 110. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hashtags how the bell. Jay can't do your old thing today because one of his texts is out with his shit. So <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. one of our texts. Oh is yeah, not because of the shits. Oh. Get, get better, Freddie. He snapped his calf and Achilles. Is that juice of the orange? That's juice that's of the orange. Juice of an orange. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where, where, the, where the Achilles attaches to the bottom of the that's calf gross. muscle. No, no, do, no, do you no, know no, what he no. needs? Huh? You know what he needs? The juice, the of, juice an of an orange. Oh my god. We're gonna send <laughs> him some bell. orange juice. Oh my god. New T-shirt idea. By the way. <laughs> by the yeah, by. By the way, way, you guys. As we're leaving. As we're leaving. Do you guys love it when I say? That's not warranty. Do you, I think they do. Do you like the swag love that Mike is wearing? Do you love customer states? Do you want to put my words on your chest? Then you should go to customerstatespodcast.com and you can actually go and buy the new swag. We've got hats, shirts, which just our logo and our, or our name on the front, logo on the back. You can get the That's Not Warranty shirt, which is bitchin'. We still yes, have the stickers. We still have the sell the bell. Buy one for your warranty administrator. And it's super streamlined. You just press order. You give us money, and it is shipped to your house. And and hey guys, if Support you have an us. idea for a T-shirt, send it to us. Let us know. And yes. we might even send you a free one. Right. You Maybe. Know who, you know who should get a free one? Hmm. Our sponsors. Ah. They should. They really should. And let's thank our sponsors. Thanks, Nick Lowridge. Thanks, Raymond. Thank you, Travis Ferris. Thank you, Dale Follett. Is there anyone? Who else? Norm. 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 Norm.
Carbon Glacier and Stovocore and Mental Works. Mental Works. Bruce Vane for yes. these amazing tunes. Mr. Vane. Thank and you. We will give the main right back Bane. to you after these messages. Mike, what are you eating? That looks amazing. Oh, this? It's just a delicious El Snor burrito from El Ranchito Taco Shop. Is that nacho cheese sauce and hot Cheetos? Nacho cheese, hot Cheetos, and their mouth-watering carne asada. And I'm dipping it in their creamy guac. Creamy guac? Oh. Yum! Giggity. I guess this is a great time to remind everyone that if they're ever in the Inland Empire area, visit Ray at El Ranchito Taco Shop. Yeah, totally. Check them out on facebook.com forward slash Ranchito Elsinore. Or on their Instagram at Ranchito Elsinore. Now I want me some Elsinore burrito and some of that creamy guac. Giggity. (laughs) I can always give you some of my creamy guac, Jake. Just ask. El Ranchito Taco Shop, Lake Elsinore. More than just great Mexican food. tune it's ours was ours it's our very own our very own that's uh it's pretty dope thank you we have the copyrights to it and everything to bruce vane and you will get all those bruce vane at the end of that song brought to you by bruce vane so we are back from the break and um the lights are on yeah the lights are on and hopefully they'll stay on and we're on the earth which we love because it's you Earth Day. You know there's a whole day about it? Really? Yeah. Is that, is that today? Oh, is today thank Earth you, day? Earth Chen. April 22nd? Mm. Yeah. 2022 is Earth Day? Amazing. It's today. Go out there and hug a tree. Go out there been. and drive your electric vehicles. For some reason, I thought you were going to say drive your car off a cliff. Drive your nose up my ass. <laughs> I enjoy oh, many trees today. No. <laughs> <laughs> News flash. Allie likes her ass eating now. That was a... Yes. That was on the 20th, sir. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my so, God. Um, thank you. To, <laughs> thank you. What you're doing is bad. <laughs> I want you to know this. <laughs> per mic. Per mic. So, thank you to all of our sponsors. I'm thirsty, bitches. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Another quick clink. And here we go. No, we should do it in the middle again. Okay. Just one. Here we go, everybody. Is this the Jimmy World song or something? One, two, three. Ah. Oh, my yeah. Okay. We're good. Okay. So we thanked our sponsors. We thank the Earth, and now I'm going. We thank our listeners. We do. Thank we you. We do. Thank you. Thank hey you. you. Hey going, Steven. We thank. Thank you. We thank Steve. all of our listeners for going to customerstatespodcast.com and finding our awesome t-shirts and hats and apparel that you want to don upon your. That's body. pronounced apparel. 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 So. But, oh, also, you know, thanks Tampax and Dude Wipes and all that shit. You'll have, <laughs> <laughs> you'll have to listen to them. That's <laughs> very expensive wine, Mike. Jesus. Do not spew it through your nose. Yeah, mine is. You have to uh, listen to oh, last yeah, week's episode. Not. Yes. So I... <laughs> 
<laughs> I have a story that hits on very many different notes. Crossing I've, nipples at corporate level. Supple nipples. Supple. Tessa's nipples. R- <laughs> ripples. That's an R. Glistening. Tessa's nipples. Were glistening. With, with his man juice. Mangoo. So, okay, Bro-Gert. so after Mike. <laughs> and it's all of this. Brogert. When you guys hear my voice so after this, because before it's been edited, no, we just had some fun and Mike got rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. That is not true. None of this has been, almost none of this has been edited. <laughs> so the, the title is Causing Ripples at a Corporate Level. So like I was saying, this hits many different notes. I've got explaining a stupid customer. I've got a problem that has been... A problem for a long time it climbing up the chain of the ladder and actually looking like it might have changed something big for the better mm, interesting so this all started with uh you get to choose you already know her real name what's her hidden name that i get to use you choose this week shannon okay shannon perfect like so that. This all started with a lady named Shannon. Gina. I'm still waiting for a male customer because I heard the name Gregory recently and I thought it was I such like a that. funny name. Gregory. That's wow. not a real name. It's for that's sure not. not that's why name. it's perfect. Gregory. <laughs> so, sh- Shannon. Shannon? Shannon. I almost went Sharon, but. That's fine. So, Sharon. Sean. <laughs> Sharon. So, Shannon, to start, brought in her. 21 CX-5 almost a month ago. It started off with, I took the call and she's like, my car's doing this and this and the screen's freezing and the Bluetooth doesn't work and the CarPlay doesn't work. So I'm like, okay, it's user error. It just didn't sound right the way that she was explaining everything. So she brings it in and get it out to a tech and sure enough, it there is something wrong. The whole system stops working. The, the com- infotainment system? Sorry, I missed in- that part. Yeah, the, infotain- okay. the infotainment, the screen freezes. If CarPlay's plugged in, that'll just freeze. The command wheel doesn't respond. So me and my tech both, our brain immediately goes to the CMU. It's just... What's CMU? Uh, co- command command master unit? Like 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 the the, the brain. It's what runs everything in the back end. I, I, it's I think like we call an it ECM sure. on the Ford side. Right. It's so the thing that everything multiplexes. It, exactly. Yeah. So usually when we see those types of symptoms, it's we immediately think it's the CMU. What Mazda has decided <laughs> that they have wanted to do is in the past when a CMU went bad. You know, we had to diagnose it. The tech then called tech line, said, hey, guys, it's, you know, its symptoms are A, B, and C. Are we clear to replace the CMU? They're like, yeah, that it lines up, do it. With the new models, however, what you have to do is you have to plug in a USB stick, download all of the data from the CMU, put that into a bubble mailer, send it next day air to Irvine, to Mazda North America, mm-hmm. What? They then yeah, because you hold, can't just send hold, things through a magical hold on, hold on. Uh, network of computers. Hold on. It goes to Mazda North America in Irvine. They then take that package and send it off to Panasonic. Panasonic then reads the data, sends it back to Mazda. Then they relay it back to my tech. Then I bring back into my customer. And then we get to repair what they say we can. Easy. So those are the steps we have to take now. You cannot. Yes. Yes. Mike's yeah. mouth is agape and it is fitting <laughs> yes, it for is. this situation. W, capital W, capital T, capital. Yes. 
What? So we frig. we are not allowed to fuck. just. He meant to say fuck. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. We are not allowed to put that data onto our computers and then just send it over to Mazda or Panasonic. Mm-hmm. That is not how they want it handled. Because that would be too easy. Correct. <laughs> it's too it's too efficient, right. guys. We can't handle the efficiency at that level. We right. need to slow it down a little bit. So to inconvenience you and your customers, it's to support the U S postal system. Well, we send it, David, we love you. Thank you. We send it freaking UPS. We don't even use the post office, but anyway, my, my customer, Shannon, of course, when I tell her, this is what we believe is wrong, but for us to cover this under Oh my God. That's the name I was trying to remember the other day. Oh, is this how you guys feel when I interrupt you? Yes. Jesus. Yes. I'm trying to be better. Have you noticed? I haven't You're interrupted doing great. a single I'm one of you today. I'm sorry if I didn't say You're it right You're doing great, then. sweetie. Thanks, You've been pretty boo. good for the past seven minutes. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Shannon. So, Shannon. I think we should change our name to Shangela. It's a drag queen. Just continue with Shannon. Okay. Shangela. Shangela. I have to tell her that me and my tech think it's the CMU and explain to her what that does, what it is. And then I have to, she goes, awesome. So replace it. I'm like, well, here's the thing. Funny story about that. Right. Mazda will not allow us to do that under warranty until we do. And I told her all the steps, like I just told you. And she's, she is beyond fucking livid. And I don't blame her. I really don't. I was livid when I heard that's what you had to do. Absolutely. So she takes our car, and a week later, of course, the surveys go out, yep. and she fucking roasts us. I yeah. mean, yeah, understandably so. Five alarm fire, roasts us. Just Mazda is shit. You guys are shit. This car is shit. You explain to me how this makes sense. I can't enjoy my car. You guys don't have the parts, or you're not allowed to put the parts that you have. So me and my manager, of course, we get... He gets all of the surveys that he sees, if especially if they're bad, because as him as the manager has to respond to them to Mazda, they see in how you have rectified the problem. So he responds to that. I call her, and we both sit down, and he writes an email. Basically, you guys see this survey and the response from this customer. And you want nothing but happy customers and fix it right the first time. But with the guidelines and the steps that you're having us jump through and all the flaming hoops, how do you expect to have fix it right the first time? They're setting you up to fail. Exactly. So that's the first bit of the story. Now jump forward to a new story. So keep in mind, Mazda has all this information now. The email that I've emailed my district service manager, there's the first bit. Who, surprise, is actually not our district service manager because he's out and this is a replacement for now. It's a fill-in. Second part of the story. I had a lady a couple of weeks ago pull up with her 20... Yes. uh, Pull up a couple of weeks ago with a 21 Mazda 6. The rear glass or the rear windshield, however you want to term that, is delaminating pretty severely to where the back glass has a bunch of discoloration spots just where it doesn't look like clear glass anymore it's Mm -hmm. a little darker she says when she's driving and the sun hits it in a particular way or shining right on the back glass she can't see it because the way that the light is being refracted from that is basically like looking into a spotlight right Mm -hmm. 
Dangerous. Right. So I tell her, look, danger, I'm going to, I'm going to take, a, uh, take a couple of pictures. I don't have a long car right now. Let me at least send this through to Mazda. See what they say. I will call you back and we'll get you, you know, whatever. Take the pictures, send it in for a pre-off. And they go, well, we need additional information. We want more pictures. This isn't a very good picture, blah, blah, blah. And I ask, how do you want me to get a better picture off of this glass? Oh, Jake when was it, so upset about this. When it literally refracts light. How, what would you guys like me to do? I can't do it in the fucking dark because you can't see it. But if there's any light hitting it, it's, it skews the light everywhere. Cameras yeah. work off of light. So no. you tell me what you want me to do. And there was no response, and it just says warranty held, which is basically a middle finger to you saying, we'll get back to you. Yeah. Someone's reviewing it is I what get, that means. I get a phone call later that day. Reviewing it. From, yeah. from Mazda Corporate, from somebody freaking the fuck out, going, you get this customer into your fucking dealership and into a loaner now. If she can't see, get her out of the goddamn car. Yeah. Okay. That one. Third part of the story. I have another customer that sends me an email. We get online responses with questions and blah, blah, blah. And I get this one. This lady's got a front windshield that is delaminating. Wonderful. So this one, I don't even pre-off. I just send that straight off to the DSM and all that. So DSM. Uh, District <laughs> Service Manager. Service <laughs> So now I've got... Sharice, what did you want me to call her? Shangela. Oh, Shangela. Right. So I've got Shangela, which is the CMU, lady number one with rear glass, or lady number two with rear glass, and lady number three with front glass. Today we get a call from one of the, if not the lead engineer from the tech team on Mazda, at least for the Western region. Gus, Gus. Gus. And. Gus goes, and my manager takes this call, and he's explaining it once he hangs up the call. Gus goes, you guys have made waves. And he goes, good. What do you mean? And he goes, these three cars, mainly the glass, but also the CMU car. He's like, this has gone so high up the chain. I have never worked with some of these people with these concerns. They're so freaked out. Wow. So with the CMU, he goes, we as engineers have been trying to get this changed for years. He's like, we can't understand why they do it this way because it wastes our time. It wastes your time and it wastes the tech or uh, wastes the, time. the customer's time. And he goes, we have put different options in front of these big wigs saying, if you don't like it this way, this is still faster. This way is faster, but they always shoot it down. He's like, this looks <sighs> like this looks he goes, we might have something here finally. Because apparently, Miss CMU called and got a hold of somebody that was just right. Because she, she said she called and asked if she could talk to their manager. And then she asked if she could talk to that person's manager <laughs> until she reached fucking Paul Woolley or whatever. Right. So, Calm down, Karen. Yeah. But <laughs> she got in and she. She, Karen, cubed this shit. Oh, I'm okay. Sure and she like apparently. Rightfully so. Yeah. And mm -hmm. she lit up the right people. So that got attention. With the glass, not only is that also up the chain, but now Japan's engineers are involved in this and they're shitting bricks Good. because this is the first they've heard. It's two different models. One's a 20, both are 21s, but one's a six and one's a CX-30. 
And they are shitting bricks because they're like, we haven't heard this. We haven't seen this. And I've sent pictures. And they're like, get these customers the fuck out of these cars. Because if this is going to turn into something, we need to figure it out now. You can put a customer, every customer in a loaner, right? That's not a problem. We have a a limited amount of loaners. And about that, (laughs) on top of this, going back to the CMU lady Today she called and she she was in some city three hours away and she calls me freaking out because she's a little inept in in a sense. Um, and she is needs like assistance. she's like new to the real world. Mm. Like someone so, has done something for her like her whole life. So she is adulting on her own. She is a mm. budding adult. So. And to give you an example of this, when she calls and because she likes to use the navigation in her car, using it through the screen, she goes, everything's frozen. I'm stuck in this city and I don't know how to get out of here. And I'm like, you can use your GPS on your phone to, to get to us. And she, she's like, what do you mean? I don't know how to use that. I'm like, it's the exact same. It's, this is not an older lady. This is a person like what my age? No, she's well, older. Pretty old. Oh, I thought you said she was not an older person no. when you were telling the story earlier. She's older. Okay, never mind. Disregard. So I tell her she needs to do the same thing that she does with the screen. I'm like, you just type in our address and it will lead you there. Don't plug it into the car. Just set it on your, you know, shifter near the shifter and just listen. Get to us. And she goes, well, I'm on my way right now. The GPS says I'll be there in two to two and a half hours. You better have a loaner for me. And we're like, great. Just another way I'm getting boned. So thank God I had one spare loaner. And that's just because a big job decided to end. So she shows up. I start writing up the loan car agreement. And I go, I need to see your driver's license and your insurance card. Right. Standard procedure. And she goes, well, she goes, well, why do you need to see my insurance card? I'm like, because that's how I rent a car. She's like, yeah, but my medical insurance doesn't mean anything in this. (laughs) I'm I'm not making this up. Oh, my God. She goes, but why why does my medical insurance have anything to do with this? And I'm like, Shannon, no, I, I, I need your driver's insurance. Like, you know, like Geico or State Farm or (laughs) Farmer insurance. And forget mouth breathers. And she goes and she looks at me because I my last example was like, you know, Geico. She looks at me and she goes, but I don't have Geico. (laughs) And to which Jake is like, (laughs) Uh, Shannon, I know this this, this, (laughs) this is an example. I'm giving you names of companies to help you realize what I'm asking for. And she goes, well, I don't think I have car insurance. And I'm like, to legally rent you a car, I need proof of insurance. And she goes, well, maybe it's in my phone. Sure enough, it's in her phone. Sure enough, it's in her phone. Finally, as an example of how she's a little not there, or like Ali said, the big world is a scary place. Um, She, I, I go, with this loan car agreement, you're responsible for gas and insurance, like anything else. No mileage allotment. You have three quarters of a tank. You need to bring it back with three quarters of a tank once it's done and or it's $11 per gallon. She looks at me and she goes, well, how will I know when it's at three quarters of a tank? 
Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And I go, you're, <laughs> I go, you're, you're, you're gas gauge. And she's all like, but yeah, but how do I know what's three quarters? I'm like, you know, the big white lines. I, I can't, I can't, that, you know, I can't even. I'm like, it's E, a quarter, half, three quarters and full. I'm like, it's when it's the one next to full. <laughs> and, and she goes, oh yeah, that makes sense. And then she takes it and she's like, which, which car is mine? And I'm like, that one. Keys are inside and she fucking leaves. How do you think she <laughs> thinks about that in her brain? How does she, is she like, no, you the see, you stick see, is on what? You said, you said the word think and you were wrong <laughs> when you used that word right. specifically. There was no thinking involved in that. And once again, with this, we send one last email and the same thing. Do you see what you guys have caused? Uh, talking district service manager and Mazda as a whole angry customer came out of nowhere lost in the middle of nowhere can't enjoy her call another not fixed it right the first time I can no longer give loaners to my customers tomorrow because of this what do are you we, supposed to do do we see the bigger issue here so that's my whole ripples thing from hearing it from the engineer and how with I've got the the head engineer I have got his boss I have got my DSM, my other DSM, Japan, and a couple of big wigs on a corporate level looking at all this crap. So I'm like, maybe, and I'm not holding my breath because I'll be dead, maybe something will actually come of this. I think something will. To my experience, when the big guys get involved, something's going to change. It may not make your life easier, but something is going to change. That's amazing. The, the, the ripple trickle down effect is is amazing when it comes into play and sometimes harmful to everyone involved in it. Yeah. Right. Because it just like, you know, the snowball gains momentum and mass as it goes downhill. So, mm -hmm. yeah. But so, yeah, it, it, it did. It surprised me when I heard all these people, including Japan. I'm like, holy, holy shit, maybe something will actually happen. Yeah. So, well, well, so you'll have to update this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I will. I'll all keep you up to date. Small turns into something massive. <laughs> right. Yeah, we'll say a little prayer. Say a little prayer for you. We love you. Sorry, Mikey. It's okay. It's okay. Is it though? Uh, I would like your face to know otherwise. that Jake's version was definitely the one from um, the. Oh my God! What is that movie called? My best friend's wedding. My best friend's wedding. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, so mm -hmm. with uh, the crab claws. So speaking of thing that things that might piss people off, what about getting rid of flat rate? You guys want that, right? Well, <laughs> crickets. We're, we're about to find out. Um, and this was what a, do you mean? This was a topic that was sent to us by Brady. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Hi, Brady. Brady wanted to expand upon. And um, he was kind of talking about um, getting rid of you know flat rate or flagging technicians. And maybe going towards either a draw system like he and Dale know about in their part of the world or, um, you know, just a regular salary, like, salary type position mm -hmm. where, you know, you still have to be within a certain percentage of hours. But, you know, sometimes to be 100 percent efficient is not realistic every single week. Heavy line. Yeah, it's just how it shakes out. Mm hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, so I, I kind of wanted to expand upon this because I think that the idea of flat rate is great if 
you have the parts and the cars and the tools and the space to get everything done in a timely fashion. Because yes, you are absolutely correct. A job that all data or Mitchell or whatever labor guide tells you that takes eight hours to do, you're right. I can probably do it in half the time. And that's great and good for me. But is it worth it for me to be breaking my back to do it at twice the speed or twice the rate of what it should be done at and potentially risking the quality of the job if you're not <clears throat> as good as other people to, to get it done in that amount of time? Or should you just pay the person what it pays to do the job no matter how long it, you know, you know mm-hmm. no matter how long it takes them to get the job done, do they get the job done right the first time and pay them appropriately for that time that it takes? So it's it's kind of a mixed bag you know again you don't want people sandbagging isn't really the the proper term but you don't want people you know dragging their lackadaisical yeah lapsadaisical dragging their heels on things whereas also you don't want somebody rushing through something and potentially making mistakes Mm -hmm. so there's a little bit of give and take there and so i'm again i'm kind of interested to hear everybody's thought as we go around the table here and discuss it I don't think I have any leg to stand on because I'm just a lowly service advisor. (laughs) Mechanics secretary. Yeah. (laughs) If I was going to say anything on that, I think it should be left up to the tech to decide how they want to get paid. They're the one ultimately who's bringing in the money. So if one prefers salary and they can prove that it works, then I would say let them. He won't stop staring at me. Oh. Stop staring at me, Michael. Okay. He's giving me dirty looks. You can can stare at me. I have an opinion. Mm. (laughs) Maybe not if it should or shouldn't, but I do have a thought on this. If you have a tech who's been... Hold on. Let me look at Eric a little bit more. (laughs) Okay. Oh, my God. So if you have a tech who's been been getting paid as a flat rate tech for... 15 years, 10 years, whatever. And then all of a sudden you try to shake up his pay plan and change what he knows for the past. Yeah. Is he going to stick around? Is he going to be okay with that? Or is the way you do that if you are a business owner and you want to pay everyone's salary or draw or whatever, whenever you have a new guy, you start him out as, I don't think it's going to apply to everyone. Right. Yeah, I was. You're gonna was have important. to have half of the shop one way. It's just a thought. It's not like whatever. It, but it was just an idea of like not necessarily changing one. You know, changing everybody's pay plan all at once. It's like if we woke up tomorrow and there was no flat rate, you know, principle or idea in the world. There was no flagging technician idea in the world, and we were just all paid on salary or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, like how would that affect us? Like, how, like, you know, this way or that way. Do you think one makes you guys more motivated than the other? Yes. Yes. Definitely. Absolutely. Yes. Flat rate. Eric thoughts, feelings, I, concerns. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. I, I wasn't prepared for this. So, so here, let me, let me start with this thing. <clears throat> um, for a long time I had, um, Uh, friends and a brother that lived up in San Francisco and I love the area and I would go up there to visit often and on one of the times that I was up there I was visiting my brother and in his really close in his town where he lived was a Ford dealership so I figured I'm in town I got nothing to do let me go down there and check out the the shop so I go in and I ask talk to the service manager mistake number one oh yeah 
I start talking to him and just telling him, Hey, I'm just visiting from, you know, down South and I'm so-and-so and I do this and that in the shop. And I've been with Ford for this and that. And he thinks that I'm coming in there to interview for a job. And mind you, I'm in street clothes. Like I literally just got off the airplane. Like yeah. I have my backpack with me and you know, I'm just like talking to him, like just kind of want to know, like, what the market is up here and like what the shop does and things like that. And like, you know, do you mind if I go in the shop and like, look around, like, you know, look and see, you know, what, what it's like out here and talk to some of the techs and the, the guy's interviewing me for, for a position. And he says, well, do you mind filling out some paperwork? I said, I'm sorry. Like, you don't understand. I'm, I'm not here for a job. And he's like, well, it's no, because like, people don't do that. Mike, I, I just want yeah, to go see somewhere else. That is not normal. But but it makes I you. Worked you... I, I worked at one dealership. I worked at one dealership. I want to I want to taste and sample everything mm-hmm. out there. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that I want to live with it forever. I just want to see what it's what it's about. But you understand how that looks. It's just it's not. I a told thing. him flat up. I'm not up here for. I'm just visiting. I literally had a backpack with me. Anyways, I, that's just got not. Off from we airport. digress. Yeah, there's no point. Go on. Uh. Fuck, I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> so you were talking about, like, that you shouldn't Snooping have... around the shop, and he wants you to fill out paperwork. Yeah, so, you know, we're going out around the shop and, like, trying to fill out paperwork, and all I wanted to do was see what the techs were doing. And so I now remember what I was talking about. So the techs there were paid salary. And when I got a chance to talk to the techs, I said, so, you know, how is it working here? Well, we only have one bay. I'm like, well, like, one bay per tech. I'm like... Okay. Well, how the hell does that work? Like I have like, you know, at the time I had five bays myself. Uh, well, you know, they're only expecting us to do this and this and, you know, you know, uh, parts are so and so far out and stuff like that. And this was like seven years ago. Right. And um, then I said, so like, you know, on average, like how many hours do you fly per day or like what's your efficiency rate? And like they kind of look at me like, what do you mean efficiency? Right. Like we get paid per hour or like, you know, per, per the hour that we're here. It doesn't matter what we do. Like, well, you know. X, you know, a, a focused clutch job pays 5.8 hours under the latest TSB at that time. You know, how long does it take you to do it? Well, you know, if we get it done in about a day, the management's okay. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So they're running. So, so the thing that they told me was like, <clears throat> you don't run above 70 or 80% efficiency. If you do, that's a problem. Maybe not for you as a person, but for everybody in the shop, because you're outshining somebody else. It's like a, when something them, is graded on a curve. Don't show them what you can do. Yeah, that's don't show them what you stupid. And that's another reason why I didn't want to be in that sort of position is because it makes you lazy. Like, why why, why would I want to work harder? Why would I want to work faster? Well, okay, my, my so whole what thing if, is, to, is to go fast, 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 fast. Do everything as fast as I possibly can and efficiently and, you know, accurately as I possibly can. It's my life. But what if you are salary, but with bonuses? So if you meet over a certain efficiency, you get a bonus or whatever. So if you're building how it is right now, if you're, if you're building custom cars, one off hot rods, rock crawlers, motorcycles, whatever salary is okay because I want you spending as much time as you can to make that wiring loom routed as neatly as possible. And to make this just like how, um, what was his name? He was a great guest with the dog, with the Dustin, Dustin. Dustin. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, he I, mentioned I, that. Yes, I, I want you to spend your time and pay attention to detail and do this. It's worth it for me to pay you the extra, and I don't want you to rush through it. I want you to take your time. However, in the dealership area, it's you know I need this right, right now, right, right now, right, right now, right, right now. It's got to be done fast here. The customers complaining, Ford's complaining, or Mazda or whoever. You know, everybody's always wanting their car right now. Nobody bought their car to have it in the shop for two weeks. 
Right. We get that. We understand that. So to try and find a delicate balance between those two situations of like, you know, flat rate as far as getting the job done as fast as possible and actually spending your time and making sure that it's done properly. Those are like two kind of delicate situations to balance. And it's just always been a, a point of contention for for all of us, I think. Yeah. It makes total sense. Up. Yeah, our listeners could weigh in on that. Yeah, yeah we'd that love to hear from you. Hi, listeners. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That'd be a good listener poll. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of polls, Eric. So we do have two listener mails. We do. That was my previous job. Um, uh, Eric, if you want to now bust out your cell phone, that's an appropriate time. Bust oh. it. Well, thank you. Bust it. So, uh, bust it. We we have, a, we have a listener. Now it's time to get funky. We have one listener. Yay. Yay. Uh, Only listener. one. Um, which one are you going to? Uh, you're going to do ties? I'm going to do ties. Okay. Fighter. So what? Tie fighter. Choo, 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 choo. I don't know. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, I, I like, thought you were going to go tie Woods. Mm-hmm. So this is <laughs> from. <laughs> <laughs> Swing and a miss. Broken ankles. This oh. is from Ty Lidke, I think it is. Um, he said, I myself, this was from our listener poll last week where it was about uh, if you've been pulled over. Oh, In, during a test drive. He said, I myself have not been pulled over. However, I was chasing a wind noise at highway speeds in a 12-ish fusion several years ago. I had taken anything and everything apart looking for this noise per the ever-knowing hotline. After putting the vehicle back together for like the fifth time, I requested my situation be pushed up to get an FSE, field service engineer, out to help. Received contact from the FSE, and he requested that the vehicle be back together 100% to start from square one. He arrived, and we went for a test drive. Asked what I did, and I told him, remove this, remove that, hit it with my purse, and even put my (laughs) dick in it. Took most of the vehicle apart again, one item at a time, taping off different air gaps and such. One of the last times we took it out on the highway as we were heading back to the dealership, there is a hill, and you hit the crown of the hill as you pass the city limits. At the city limits sign, the speed drops to 45 miles per hour. At the bottom of the hill, the speed drops from 70 to 55. The FSC was driving, and we were doing 75 as we crowned the hill. Sure as shit, Texas Highway Patrol was sitting there clocking people as they crowned the hill. I knew this was a popular hiding spot, but he did not. But he had not been posted there all day. Maybe I should have suggested it earlier that day. But when the patrol <laughs> officer lit him up as we crowned the hill, there was a certain feeling of happiness as we pulled into the shoulder. <laughs> Typical interaction with the officer. He was kind of impressed of what was left of the vehicle. If everything well, you're doing is bad. <laughs> he was kind of impressed of what was the front, what was left front of the vehicle looked like. Oh, what the left front of the vehicle looked like. And with all the trim pieces taken off, we did find the source of the noise behind the inner fender. So yay for him. (laughs) (laughs) He left with the satisfaction of a fixed vehicle and a big Texas Howdy in the ass doing 75 and a 45. (laughs) Nice. Thanks, Ty. Thanks, Ty. Ty. I got another one. And this is from um, uh, uh, Jake's buddy. Uh, This is from uh, Nick Belliotti. Oh, Nick. (laughs) So Nick... uh, (laughs) 
you you have to take me out for a road test as well, please. Oh, uh, Jesus. I'll walk across the street. What's up, Nick? Um, uh, however, uh, that's the gentleman that was in the uh, Ferrari and the cashier. Ferrari that recognized my voice. Thanks, Nick. That yeah, was nice Jake got you, recognized. So yeah, as Eric had said, we posed that question last week about have you ever been pulled over a customer's car, and and he states um, pulled over in a customer's Hurricane uh, Performante. Nice. No. Performante. It's Italian. It's not a performance. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Gorgeous. With expired registration. With expired reg. With expired (laughs) registration. People who own expensive cars are funny. Yeah. Yeah. For doing 75 and a 45 mile per hour zone. Wasn't a famous rapper's car. LOL. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I have a feeling like somehow you probably got out of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's okay. You see this? You see this RL right here? This paperwork. I, uh, yes. Customer state sluggish acceleration. I had to verify the concern. <laughs> Seems like it's working okay. Can you sign off on that? Yeah, <laughs> exactly, man. I mean, that's going to be your excuse out every time if you ever get pulled over. I'm driving it for a reason. Yeah. This I have to drive it this way. I'm oh. being safe about it. I promise. I think. But I you're doing a, 85 and a 30. I think I did a second key jingle, but I do have another um, update from one of our listener polls. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in two episodes. Ago, uh, we had asked, um, What kind of uh, vehicle do you drive? Oh, okay. Did we? And everyone drives a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> piece of shit car. Okay. Piece of shit car. I need a battery for <laughs> That's all it's worth. Mm-hmm. Well, this was fun. This was. This was Indeed. good, you guys. Vino. Mellow. Vino, how you Yellow. feel. It was- <laughs> By the way, I wanted a specific song to play in the beginning. I'm very, very thankful to Bruce Vane for his music. However, I wanted Careless, Careless Whisper. Whisper to play because it's sophisticated. <laughs> Saxophone. What more do you want out of a wine episode? Well, when people go to customerstatespodcast.com and buy enough of our t shirts and hats and other wares, uh, we would be able to pay for the rights to use that song uh, legally. <laughs> no, we wouldn't. We, can, we'll, we will never afford that. No, that's not going to happen. Cole, you're drunk. Are you feeding my dog wine? No. no. Just a little. No. It's healthy for the heart. I wouldn't do that. It's got. Tannins. And, has, and anyways, didn't you see tannins. her? Didn't you see her like dry heave when I let her sniff the glass? Yeah, she she was not happy. About no, that. she do wasn't. not give your dogs alcohol. It's very bad for them. Yes, it is. I didn't plan on it. There is dog wine. Just yes, thought you is. should know. Yes, that has all the bad stuff taken out. But now, a reading from Mike. <laughs> a reading from the Gospel of Michael. <laughs> that kind of startled me. This is from Michael 420. <laughs> uh, right. um, well I want to thank everybody. We want to thank everybody for listening. We, we do. Thank, thank you. All of our sponsors. Thank you kindly. Uh, you can go ahead and find us on Twitter and Instagram at customer underscore states, facebook.com forward slash customer states podcast. You can email us at customer states podcast at gmail.com, which also just happens to be our PayPal. PayPal. Yeah. Um, buy our merch. Buy our merch. Buy our merch. Please, please, you can please, find please, please. our merch, all of our episodes about us, all those sort of things at customerstatespodcast.com. Um, if you want to watch the YouTube videos, you can search uh, YouTube forward slash or something like that, Customer States yeah. Podcast. 
Um, I want to thank Dale at TwistedBells.com. Thank you so much, buddy. Thank you, Dale. Thank you, Dale. Norman. Norman Glazier. Norman. Norm. Go check out his amazing metalworks at Stovocore underscore metalworks on Instagram. Um, or you can email him at maxnorm with two X's at hotmail.com. And once again, I would love to thank Bruce Vane. Uh, check him out on Facebook at uh, Bruce Vane uh, on Instagram. Uh, you can check him out at Bruce underscore Vane on Twitter. Or you can email him at Bruce S. Vane at gmail.com. And yes, that's Bruce Vane, V-A-Y-N. And with that, we say love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. I don't know what happened. My bridges. Love you. Call your mother. She worries. Me to love you. <laughs> love you. Hi, this is Mike Sarah from Customer States. Matco Tools is one of the best tool companies in the industry, and Nick Lowridge is one of the best Matco tool distributors. Nick can get me anything I need for the shop or for at home. From oil drain pans to beef jerky, Nick's got what I need on tap. Nick works in the Thousand Oaks, California area, and you too can get whatever you need by calling him at 805-796-7323. And if you're not in that area, call him anyway and tell him you heard about him from the Customer States Podcast. And then you can hop on to uh, matcotools.com and find a Matco Tools distributor near you. Matco Tools. Service. Trust. Results.